Well, what's up, everyone? This is the Make a Difference podcast. I am one half of the tandem here. My partner, Farrah, is out today. But I have the privilege today with the Make a Difference podcast to be with David Meltzer, who is the co-founder of Sports One Marketing, along with NFL quarterback Warren Moon. David, thank you for just taking the time out of your busy day to be with us today. You know, it's my pleasure, my friend. My goal and mission of empowering over a billion people to be happy starts with people like you that are making the effort to help people yourselves to continue that acceleration and growth so that we all can make more money, help more people and have more fun with our lives. Come on. The thesis behind the Make a Difference podcast is simple. You know, Farrah and I came together and we were like, we want to give a platform to individuals, irrespective of industry, person, whatever they're doing, point of interest, who are making a difference. I've actually had the privilege of consuming your content over the last couple of years. So I, I'm already a, just a personal fan of you. And I think that you are making a difference in the business and leadership space. For the audience out there, without going into too much detail, from what I know and understand, you you built a big business. You you were big time in business, but it was for all the wrong reasons, correct? Yeah, I would say a lot of the wrong reasons. So the way I uh, love to describe it is I grew up with nothing. I lived in a world of not enough. Things happened to me. I was a victim, single mom, six kids. She was working two jobs, packing my dinner in a paper bag. The second grade teacher, then filling up turnstiles of greeting cards at the 7-Eleven. But I moved from that world of not enough into a world of just enough. And the things I was doing wrong as a leader in big business was the EGO. The first is E. I was living for my employment status. So I was so concerned and defining myself by being CEO of the world's first smartphone or CEO of Lee Steinberg Sports and Entertainment, the most notable sports agency in the world, partners with Warren. Everything was employment status. I was defining myself by what I did. And then that's the E of ego. The G was I define myself by my bank account, what I was getting. So if my bank account went up, I was feeling good. If the bank account went down, I was feeling bad. My happiness was determined by how much money I had, by what I was getting. And then most importantly, the O. E was employment status. G was what I get. The O was I was so concerned about other people that I was buying things I didn't need to impress other people. In fact, I was impressing other people that I didn't even like. Uh, So that EGO, I started to be a student of the ego because it wasn't necessarily I was doing all the wrong things. I was given to philanthropy. I was helping my family. I bought my mom a house and a car, my brother a truck. You know, I, I was helping my community. I was giving millions of dollars to charity, but I was doing it for the wrong reasons. I was giving to receive as a negotiation or a trade. I wasn't receiving so I can give through me in a world of more than enough, not not enough, not just enough, not as a victim, not as a why me, but as a try me person, living in a world between limitlessness and infinity, a world of more than enough of everything for everyone, an abundant world where I was confident in receiving so I can give through me to others. Yeah. Can you talk a little bit about that shift? You know, that's a, that's a massive shift, right? You know, to go from ego, 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 ego to what I see now, your, your pillars are gratitude, empathy, accountability. I would add a fourth, which is value. Yeah. Effective communication, inspiration, or value. Correct. So those four values came about because of three different milestones in my life. Uh, So they didn't happen overnight. 
but the impact was an aggregate and it ended up having a drastic transformation into the world of more than enough. The first was, as many know from me, that I received a jacket from my father after 20 years for my 30th birthday that had no pockets. And I was furious with him because he told me that that jacket was because it was to remind me money didn't buy love or happiness, that I couldn't be the richest man in the cemetery, that I was just like him. And I told him, I'm nothing like you. How dare you give me a birthday present with no pockets? And, you know, you're disgracing me. You're the liar, the cheater, the manipulator, overseller, backend seller. Six years later, the second event happened where my best friend, Robbie, I invited him to the Masters. I was running Lee Steinberg, the sports agency, invited him to go backstage to the cab with Curtis Strange to hang out with Wayne Gretzky and Joe Montana and Shannon Sharp, all these amazing people at the Masters, private jet parties, etc. And my buddy's like, I'm not going with you. I'm like, what are you talking about? It's the bucket list of all bucket lists. He's like, I don't like who you hang out with and I don't like what you're doing. I told him, hey man, I'm not doing what those other guys are doing. He said, David, you can lie to me, but stop lying to yourself. The last thing that changed my life in this great transformation was two weeks later, after lying to my wife, uh, telling her that I was going to a business meeting, but ending up with Little John the Rapper at the Grammy Awards, coming home wasted. Her biggest concern why she didn't want me to go to the Grammy Awards was she told me I was drinking and partying too much, not paying attention to my business or my family. And meanwhile, that's exactly what I did again by lying to her. I came home and for the first time in my life, my wife told me she wasn't happy. She wanted to leave me unless I took stock in who I was and what I wanted to become. And I was about to call the next morning a divorce lawyer when I looked over and saw that jacket, broke down crying because I realized that I didn't hate my father. I hated myself. I was a liar, a cheater, manipulator, overseller, back and seller. That jacket saved my life because I sat down and those values that you talked about, those pillars, I would go and list it out in 2006, two years before I lost everything. I'm one of the few people that bottomed out before I lost over hundred million, before I went bankrupt. I bottomed out and I realized that I was gonna live my life with gratitude to give me perspective. I was gonna see pain, not as a stop sign, but as an indicator that I had a lesson to learn. It's a turn signal, turning me towards something better to put me in a better situation. Forgiveness or empathy, which gave me peace in my life. Forgiveness was a bridge from ego into neutrality, into peace, into center. Forgiveness is the bridge that takes us from accelerating in the wrong direction with the need to be right, offended, separate, inferior, superior, anxious, frustrated, guilty, angry, all of those. Forgiveness bridges us to peace. And then accountability. I was living in blame, shame, and justification. All I needed to do was revert back to asking myself two questions. Number one, what did I do to attract this into myself. And most importantly, what am I supposed to learn from it? Life's about lessons. The lessons are gonna keep on coming until we learn them. They're gonna result in pain if we haven't learned them. Mental, physical, spiritual, emotional, financial pain. Pain is an indicator that we have a lesson to learn. We need to learn that lesson. Accountability gives us control. So I would get a perspective of happiness. Forgiveness gives me peace, gave me control. All three of those can be utilized as free will to clear the interference or connection or corrosion to what? the inspiration to live in spirit, to live in abundance, connected to the greatest source of light, love, and lessons to come through me with gratitude, accountability, and forgiveness to give to others. The biggest problem we have today, Darius, is that people don't realize a tree has no branches. You and I look nothing alike. 
but we are both branches on the same tree. Our leaves may be different. The size of our, our, our twigs may be different. Our branch may be different sizes, different colors and different shapes. But in the end, our branches are connected. One branch should not go to war against another branch. What's happening is we're killing the tree yeah. and we're both the same. We need to appreciate how D over there and D over here are completely the same. And we could appreciate the different colors of our leaves, just like I appreciate the different colors in your shirt and background. You can appreciate the different color of my shirt and my background. But in the end, you and I are connected fully through gratitude, forgiveness, and accountability. We are in spirit together. We are one. And that's what I'm trying to do is empower other people to appreciate how the same we are and also appreciate the differences that exist, the different leaves, twigs, and branches that exist. You know, in a way, money is such a huge thing to people, right? Uh, maybe speak to the audience in the sense of when the bills are due or there's just a lot there. It's a but- wise question, man. There, there's a, a counterintuitive belief about money, right? I lived the majority of my life broke, trying to buy my mom a house and a car. And I believe money would buy me happiness and love. And then when I got money, Everything in my life affirmed the fact that money buys happiness and love. To me, to this day, there are only two currencies in my life that have great importance. A currency, by the way, is an object of energy that we put into the flow to get what we want. Money is an object of energy that we put into the flow to get what we want. Money does not buy happiness or love. But what does it do? Like any other currency, it allows us to shop. And if we shop for the right things utilizing those pillars that we talked about. If we shop for the right things through us for others, we'll be happy. Money is super important, but then you have to blend it with the second currency, which is counterintuitive. The second currency is faith. We have to believe that we are exactly where we're supposed to be at the right place at the perfect time. And we're supposed to angle towards something better utilizing the inventory of our values, personal experience or giving and receiving values, not the inventory of what other people want for us or not the inventory of what we don't want for us because those will happen, trust me. You wanna focus and vote for what you want and use those currencies, money to shop for the right things and faith to believe that you're gonna end up somewhere better. And with the currencies combined and blended together, we can start to relieve the tension, the counterintuitive nature of, hey, man, I really want to do good for everybody, but I got bills to pay. And if I don't take care of myself, I can't take care of others. I used to think the more that I gave, the more I would receive. That's faulty. This faulty logic, because you can't give what you don't have. So I've shifted the paradigm not to trade or negotiate or some sort of reciprocity or quid pro quo that I'm going to give to receive. I focus strictly on receiving as much as I can, as much money as I can to come through me to give to others. So I switched the paradigm of giving from giving to receive. I receive so I can give with my abundant intention, with my abundant nature that I expand and accelerate and grow not only my life, but everyone that's connected to me, because as I mentioned earlier, a tree has no branches. The more I take in on my branch, the more I can distribute throughout the tree. I think that's worthy of more than 20 minutes alone, to be honest with you. Uh, (laughs) How does someone in that space, you know, how does someone be inspired all the time? Great question. So first of all, you need to know the three categories that include inspiration. Number one, motivation. You can't stay motivated all the time. You have to understand that motivation gets us up, gets us back up, gets us 
started gets us back started. We then need to transition that momentum that's created by being motivated into inspiration. Inspiration is the process of raising your awareness to what you're connected to. Inspiration is a process of expanding your faith to what you're connected to. Not only the greatest source of light, love, and lessons and power, enough power to light up all of Manhattan that exists in your Shapinki, but everything else. Knowing that our free will, our free will to effectuate the law of attraction, where we attract everything we want from this great source, is only allowed by the law of Goya. The law of Goya is get off your ass and clear that connection. Make sure that you utilize five daily practices of knowing and taking inventory of your personal experience or giving and receiving values. Two, most importantly, asking for help, understanding you are just one branch on the tree of many and that you need to learn the question, do you know anyone that could help me? There are no gatekeepers. There is no resistance, no voids, no shortages, no corrosion to what you want. There are only sponsors and power sponsors. Everything around you is working with you to get what you want, not against you. And so you need to learn to ask for it. You can't out-ask the universe. You can't ask big enough. You can't ask often enough. And people are too radically egotistical, not radically humble enough to ask for help. If you're going to remember one question from this entire interview, remember, do you know anybody that could help me? Because everybody around you knows somebody that can help you or they can help you themselves. Three, be a student right? Be a student. Know the mathematical equation of luck. What you pay attention to and what you give intention to, what you think, say, do, believe, and even the unconscious competencies, the quantum nature that you have, your personality traits, your characteristics, obsessions, and addictions. All of those things are aggregated together. Attention plus intention to equal what? The coincidences in your life. That's right. Be one of the lucky ones. Go ahead and effectuate attention and intention. Be a student of what you want. Study what you have planned. Study what you don't have planned. Study your sleep. Fourth, do it now. The difference between successful people and unsuccessful people is successful people get stuff done. 100% of the things you do now get done. So do things now. Ask yourself, can I do it now? If not, prioritize by those values that you take inventory of every day. And then finally, going back for the beginning of the interview, EGO, practice ending fear. Practice taking that employment status, what you get and what other people think out of your life. Start practicing by identifying your needs, the primary needs of the ego that Freud talks about, or the secondary ones, which I listed quickly before, the need to be right, offended, separate, inferior, superior, anxious, guilty, resentful, angry, frustrated, any of those things that are only creating resistance in your life and learn to identify it one, stop when you identify it, don't try to resist it, just stop and then breathe and go to center, go to your higher self, go to neutrality, get into the flow, and then move in the right direction towards the things that you want according to the values of your day. Knowing that you don't know what you don't know, don't be afraid of being a hypocrite. There's no way you know everything. And the more things you do know, the more you start realizing the more things you have to learn. So don't be frustrated by that. Just be non-egotistical, be radically humble, ask for help and get what you want. And your why will arise within you in order to get what you want and feel purposeful, passionate, and most importantly, profitable. Have a great relationship with the currencies of money and faith. And you too will make money, help people and have fun and be happy. I delineated what you said to four words, uh, faith, work, relationships, and curiosity. I love all those except for work. Let me replace work for, for a different one. How about activity you get paid for? 
Fair enough. Work work has negative energy for it, man. If you're going to enjoy the consistent, persistent pursuit of your potential, then it's just activity you get paid for, activity you don't get paid for. So activity is a better word than work because work is a resistant word. So faith, activity, relationships, curiosity. I love that. Um, I can honestly talk to you probably for like four hours if I ever had the chance. We will. Um, We got a long life together, my friend. This is just the first. This is the start of many conversations. I welcome that for sure. Dave, I know we're, we're out of time and you're a busy man, but any parting words to the, the audience of the Make a Difference podcast? We, we're making it for individuals who are making a difference, but also for the sake of individuals who want to make a difference. Everybody wants to matter. Everybody does matter. And everybody truly wants to make the use of their time appropriately unless things get out of whack. And so anything, any parting words for the audience? I give free trainings every Friday. I have private group help. I have one-on-one help. Anything I can do, email me directly, david at dmeltzer.com. Join my text community, 949-298-2905. Most importantly, you know, if we want to make a difference, I got the simple solution for everyone. Be kind to your future self. Do good deeds. If you're frustrated, anxious, angry, worried, stop. Go be kind and do a good deed. Go pick up trash, help somebody cross the street, whatever you can do. I promise you, you will set yourself with the motivation, transition it into inspiration. Simply be kind to your future self and do good deeds. Reach out to me if you need help. I'm happy to be of service and I will be back on this show. You and I will see each other and talk to us much, much, much more. You're on the right track and I'm proud to have you as one of my 1,000 to help me empower over a billion people to be happy. Likewise, my friend. Likewise. This has been the Make a Difference Podcast with David Meltzer. Uh, Thank you guys for tuning in. Later. 